Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time to talk Tigers football with Gabe DeArmond on PowerMizzou.com. Brought to you by James Carlton State Farm. James Carlton will donate $20 to the Mizzou NIL Collective for every quote they give you when you say 101 ESPN. Morning, Colonel. What's the good word? I have no good words. I do have words, though. Well, we are looking forward to hearing your words here as you join us every Friday on Balloon Party 101 ESPN, presented by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. I think the thing that Missouri fans are intrigued to see, and it's weird to say for a game against Vanderbilt, is what will happen at the quarterback position. And Eli Drinkwood spoke this week uh, and was asked about Sam Horn and the quarterback position uh what did he have to say and what is your analysis of what he had to say yeah and i I feel like we need to clarify uh kind of the the context of it i mean i asked him you know if if this was a week where they could get some of the younger guys that haven't seen much action a little longer look in practice and he said that's what they're doing a lot of the veterans took uh three days off this week brady cook wasn't taking any live reps, Luther Burden, Dominic Lovett, guys that are, have played a lot, trying to heal up a little bit. They'll, they, they restart Vandy prep probably today. And uh, so then, then I said, you know, are you open to the idea of giving another quarterback some, some reps during a game? Mostly, it, you know, kind of like maybe what Gary Pinkle did with Chase Daniel or something like that. And he said, it, it's something we're open to and we've talked about but that has to be earned in practice. And what he said was, if we put you out there, we expect you to, uh, to be able to lead us to the end zone and to have a full command. It, it, that wasn't the exact phrase, but mm-hmm. that was the basic idea of what we are doing, which to me means, you know, and I put on our board, that to me indicates, hey, maybe, you know, the backups, maybe Sam Horn specifically doesn't have the full grasp of, of the playbook or the offense at this point. And people freaked out and said, how can he not know the plays? He's been here for – it's so much more than knowing plays. I, I mean, you've got to know the protections. You've got to identify the blitzes. You've got to, you know, audible and make checks at the line of scrimmage. There's so much more than just calling a play and executing that play because things change all the time. And it would be per- perfectly understandable if a true freshman maybe didn't have full command of that. But I-, I think, you know, I see both sides of this. I understand people have seen what Brady Cook is doing and say, well, that's not good enough. We have to try something else. It can be not good enough, but also still be the best option they have because you don't want to throw, whether it's Tyler Macon or Sam Horn, out there if you don't feel like they're ready. I mean, you don't put kids in positions to fail, especially Sam Horn, who is this, you know, kind of crown jewel. You're expecting him to be the starter the next two or three years. You don't want to put him out there and wreck his confidence in a season that, 
let's be honest. I mean, how much is there to play for at this point? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you're you're hoping to maybe get to six and six, and I understand there's a difference between six and six and four and eight, but obviously, I, I think the coaches probably still feel like Brady Cook is their best chance to get to six and six. So, when it's all said and done, if you had to like put uh, X amount of dollars down, do you think we see Sam Horn? against Vanderbilt do you think we see Sam Horn if your answer to that is no do we think you think we see Sam Horn uh later in the season um I think if we see Sam Horn it's a situation where a game is in hand um I don't think he's going to start or play early against Vanderbilt now if they're fortunate enough and I know this is a little wild because I'm not sure Missouri can score this many points, but if they get up 35 to six or something like that then sure give Sam Horn or Tyler Macon or whoever it might be the fourth quarter but Otherwise, barring injury, I, I don't think we see anybody except Cook in what I would call meaningful playing time. And if we do, I, I still think the backup's Jack Abraham right now. Wow, God, that's so weird to, th- to think. But uh, And we haven't seen him since K-State, correct? Um, I think that's right. Yeah. You might remember that didn't go what I would say. It, it was a brief cameo. Incredibly well. Brief cameo. Very yeah. brief cameo. Uh, what about he, uh, he did complete two of his three passes, just not to, to right. the right to, color jersey. To people in purple. Uh, what about uh, the, I, I saw you writing about Luther Burden and uh, his health and whether or not it makes sense for him to uh, play when they come out of the bye week because if this is an ankle, it's the kind of thing that can. You made the comparison to what Connor Bazelak was dealing with last year, just never getting right and just compound. Um, what are your thoughts on that? What's Drink? What's have to say about it? And the uh, other health questions surrounding the Tigers. Yeah, well, the same thing happened with Mookie Cooper last year, too. Remember, yeah. he hurt, I think it was a foot in fall camp, and they ran him out there, and he'd play a little bit, then he wouldn't play. Then he'd play a little bit, and he was just never healthy all year, and you're kind of seeing, hey, he's healthy now, and he's a better player. Um, and we don't know exactly, you know, the the timeline of Luther's injury. I mean, he got hurt against Abilene Christian, and Drinkwitz alluded to it being an ankle, and we didn't know for sure, but then he played the next week against uh, Auburn, and then he, he didn't do a whole lot, and played the next week against Georgia, and didn't do a whole lot, and looked kind of banged up against Auburn, and then, you know, he played against Florida and came off the field, I, I think that was late second quarter, and, and never came back. And so we can't say for sure that it's the same injury that dates back to week three, but it kind of sure seems like it's something that's never gotten completely right. And look, when you're dealing with whether it's an ankle sprain or a hamstring, something like that, the only way to ever completely fix that is to just take X amount of time off. Now, some kids, maybe that's two weeks. Some kids, maybe it's four, who knows? And and maybe the bye week will be enough and Luther will feel like he's 100% going into Vanderbilt. And if so, great, put him out there. But if he's not, I think you've got to hold him until he is because nobody's benefiting from this because he's out there, he's clearly not 100%. Every game we see where he doesn't touch the ball 12 times, somebody's riding or somebody's going on the radio and saying they're not using him or somebody's broadcasting the game saying they're not using him enough. Well, there's probably a reason they're not using him enough because, A, he's not healthy, and B, that means he hasn't done a ton with his opportunities. But just all around, it's better to to wait until the kid's fully healthy. And, you know, we see this all the time with still with football players, no matter what the, the injury is and no matter how much we've talked about player safety the last few years. Look, if a coach goes to a player and says, can you play? 99% of the time, that kid's going to say yes. 
The, it, it can't be up to him. It has to be, hey, is it, it, what's the benefit, what's the risk reward here? By playing him, do we risk him, you know, if Luther's 80% next week, well, what if he tweaks it and he's 50% the week after that? Whereas what if you just sit him for two games and he could be 100% for the last four? Yeah, that's the, that's the question that people wonder and what you would see. And you're right. I mean, I think a lot of attention, understandably, came with RG3 uh, just yeah. constantly. I mean, Mike, I wonder what, if he said it 10 times. I, that, might be, that might be low throughout the course of that Auburn game where a lot of attention got well, on there. And if he's not the guy, then, and then he's not the guy. Then on the, on the Florida broadcast, Tim, I, I don't know if you heard it, but the broadcast crew said at one point, the staff told them that during the week, Luther Burden couldn't even cut in practice. Oh, boy. Well, what's a wide receiver doing in the game when he, he couldn't even cut. make a cut in practice? That's high that risk. That doesn't make sense to That's, me. That is high, high risk. Well, Colonel, uh, I don't know where you are on him, um, but I am I'm high on Dennis Gates, and I, and, I, and I don't know if that puts me in the minority with Missouri fans. Maybe once there's a new coach, there's just automatic optimism. It's just part of the nature of the yeah. beast. Um, but I am high on him. Number one, uh, your thoughts on what the fan base's perception of him is, compare and contrast, I suppose, to, to Conzo Martin, uh, because I know there was a great deal of optimism when he was hired, and, and what your assessment is of things as Missouri basketball be getting underway here pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, I think the fan base loves him. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've said a number of times, I hope that he's enjoying this time in his life because he'll never be, again be this popular because he will eventually lose a, a basketball game. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I, I'm optimistic. I mean, I like the guy. I think he, just what he's done on the recruiting trail, the types of guys he's going after, his energy for this program, I, I He's done a lot of things right. Now, again, ultimately, hey, we'll, we'll see him on the floor. I think my, um, I guess, projection for this season is a little bit more muted than a lot of fans' projections are, which is probably natural. I you think had him ninth in the before. SEC, if I'm right, reading your uh Yeah, I did my preseason picks. I ended up, I, I think, picking him 10th, but okay. it's somewhere in that range. That 8th to 11th range, I think, is, is fair. 8th would be... The, the most optimistic I could probably get, and, and uh, it would involve a lot of things going right, and, and a few guys playing probably above what, what I think they can do. But, I, I mean, I view this as like, hey, an NIT-type team, which I think would be good. I mean, people somebody asked me this week, are they going to be better than last year? I mean, it, it's hard not to be. There were 10 teams in the country that won in a, a high-major conference that won 12 games or fewer. So basically the bar is just don't be one of the 10 worst power conference teams so i think they'll be better than that but you know they've got some challenging games and the way the schedule is constructed to really have much of a shot at the tournament they're going to have to go 500 in the league and they're going to have to win one or two of those challenging games because you know there are there are a lot of pretty guaranteed wins on the schedule which i actually think is a good strategy for year one building it kind of the same way mike anderson did as far as the schedule but, you know, it is a schedule that leads to, hey, okay, you've got Kansas and Illinois and um, Iowa State and I, I can't remember a couple of other teams in the non-con. And you're going to have to go win one or two of those to put yourselves in position because if you get through this non-con at eight and five, the eight just are, are almost givens, and that's probably not going to do a lot for you. Yeah. Uh, looking around uh, the SEC, who, who are you expecting to be the teams to beat? There's always the obvious. I, I think – 
Yeah, I think the top four are pretty clear cut. You can put them in any order. I, I went Kentucky one, Arkansas two, Tennessee three, and Auburn four. I would not be shocked if Tennessee won the league. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Auburn's a little better than that. But I, I think those are pretty clearly the top four teams. The next tier, I, I think, is probably Alabama, A&M, uh, Florida in, in some range. And then you get into, you know, LSU has a good amount of talent, but they got a new coach, and and you're not sure. Uh, you know, Vanderbilt, some people think they'll be upper part of the bottom half. Some people think they'll be terrible. I think most people think South Carolina and, and Georgia are, are a little bit behind everybody else in this league. Uh, but but Georgia did hire Mike White, who's an established coach. So I, I think there are tiers, and Missouri's probably kind of in that third tier somewhere. That's Gabe DeArmond. You can read more on Missouri Athletics at College Football and College Basketball. The coverage is the best at PowerMizzou.com. Gabe DeArmond every Friday here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN, presented by James Carlton. Colonel, we appreciate it. Have a wonderful weekend, sir. All right, Tim, you too. We'll talk to you later. Take it easy, brother. Thanks. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.